0: walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Jude 1 and 20. Um, let's read it together. Ready, read. Uh,
1: building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost.
0: For God to not... Make available to all of us the gift of praying in the Holy Ghost is God saying, I don't want you to grow in your faith. We live by faith, we move by faith, we exist by faith, we conquer by faith, everything we, we please God by faith. And for God to say, the Holy Ghost is not for you, is not for you, is not for you, is for God saying, I want you to live a done grow life. I want you to live a regular life for anyone that accepts praying the Holy Ghost is not for me is you saying God has put a limit on the level of your living and I want to make that announcement that nothing could be further from the truth I want to take your hand and move it over your head and say there are no limits on me see see we don't connect the Holy Ghost to the level of life that we want to have we don't get at the holy ghost to what we've been praying for in our lives listen to me anything that you obtain outside of the holy ghost gonna be short-lived for whatever it is that you want in this life you will need the holy ghost to sustain and maintain it because it's the holy ghost that maintains your faith when you say this when i lose the spirit of god i lose the ability to hear and we live by hearing man should not live matthew 4 and 4 man should not live by bread alone but how that does what from where okay by every word that proceeded out of what if it's coming out of the mouth of god that means you have to hear it and the spirit of god is the ability to hear say that I cannot overemphasize that listen to me um, um vera if many of us were abraham there would be no isaac ask me why because many of us stuck at only hearing one thing when we we take us weeks to hear and when we hear one thing we don't hear no more for weeks on end okay you understand so watch this god says abraham get isaac came up on the mountain Abraham grabs isaac puts the knife up in the air and is about to kill him if that was us isaac dead because many of us don't live by the words that proceed death we live by the words that proceeded say it again put matthew 4 and 4 on the screen please is it there um it, please read it for me with the person the mic go ahead read it for me but he answered and said uh-huh
1: it is written uh-huh man shall not live by bread alone uh-huh. but by every word that right.
0: proceedeth out that, of the mouth that, that does what Duane? every word that does what proceedeth proceed you do the taste like you would like using grade four what it says every word that what proceedeth thank you so much good you had a f, all right because i don't want you here proceeded that means you can live by what god said we don't live our, i almost say your nickname raymond we don't live by what god said we live by what god is See. and if you are stuck by with, with what god has said you will die you will live at I will say it Father the spirit of God said to me last night in prayer and I just talked about that the that, that death of the Lord brought it back to me the Lord says to announce this because he said to me in prayer I wasn't going to say it out loud last night I mean this morning but spirit of God brought it back and he said say it now God says that we have been declaring um, the cancelling of the assignment of premature death right Yes. is that right we've been doing that for the last year and change we've been canceling the assignment of premature death the lord said to me last night in prayer and who it cuts it cuts who it heals it heals but i gotta say what god says god says divorce is premature death There's silence in the room. He says, when you were canceling the assignment of premature death, you were also canceling divorces that were premature, divorces that were not ordained by heaven. And I heard that so loud and I repented unto God because I did not apply this word to divorce. And even now I cancel every pending divorce that is not ordered by God, every act of the flesh and a frustration and aggravation to end what God has ordained. I declare now a people. That can hear the voice of God, and I speak in life to marriages now. I speak life to marriages now. I speak life to marriages now. I speak life to marriages now. What the devil had tried to end prematurely, I declare it's Shatamandiosia. It cannot, it will not, it shall not die. Glory be to God. You better get you all praying for Pastor to hear. Be careful. Be careful now, because we can start hearing. I'm telling you, I'm starting to hear with another level of accuracy and precision. So watch. Imagine I live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. What proceeded with a D out of the mouth of God was Abram kill your son. That's what proceeded. And if he didn't hear what was proceeding out of the mouth of God, he would have killed that boy. And many of us, because we're not hearing constantly, we're killing what God. we're killing what God has ordained to live. Because we're not constantly hearing. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. That's why you need the filling of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. In my early days of praying, I used to pray for my sermon to be hot when I first started preaching. God, give me something to trick them. Give me something deep in the Word to make them say, wow, now I don't care about notes. I'm like, God, send fire. Send your Holy Ghost. I I could care less about sermon structure and sermon order. God, send that Spirit. Send your Holy Ghost because we live by the Spirit of God. The ability to hear is by the Spirit of God. All right. I'm almost at the end of the sermon, and i got to work my way back. I want you to understand how important the Holy Ghost is because, um, let me just say this, and I'm probably going to end soon. Amos 3 and 7. Put it on the screen. Amos 3 and 7. Read it for me, um, Rev. What does it say? Surely, uh-huh.
1: the Lord God will uh-huh. do nothing. Right. But He revealeth His secret unto His servants, the prophets. All
0: right. It says that God will not do a thing. Say nothing. nothing. Say nothing. nothing. Whenever you see God doing nothing, that means there ain't no prophet. okay let's be real how many of you have been in places in your life stages of your life phases of your life where in everything you saw around you god was doing nothing y'all can tell the truth you're gonna lie yes, like you felt like god was doing nothing whenever now see y'all look at y'all deep people trying to lie no see i was breathing so that means he was doing something because every breath i breathe is god you know i could lift my right hand so god was, stop that nonsense no i don't but you see in the hand of god manifest where you needed something to fix and it was broke You need something to come together and it was separated now let me ask you again for the honest people how many have been in phases places stages of your life when the preponderance of the evidence said god ain't doing nothing whenever you get to that place in your life it means that there is no prophet that means there was no prophet Watch this now, because some of y'all are comfortable now. Go to verse 28 of Joel 2 now, please. All right, Amos 3 and 7. Please, y'all don't use Bibles anymore, so you can't put your finger one place and then put the next finger in the next place. You're yeah, right. Bookmark that. Alright, Amos 3 and 7. God will do nothing except that he was revealed to his servants the prophet. Alright, what that text means that God is obligated to his word. Let me say something to help somebody in here who got a fight with a co-worker who trying to mix it up. I, just, I literally saw this as somebody fighting with a co-worker because of what they believe. That co-worker um, um, is fighting over the name of Jesus. I'm talking to you. I see a co-worker. I know I'm, I'm talking to somebody whose co-worker is fighting and you all calling his name shouldn't be Jesus. Jesus, they set you up. That's not his name. And that's why it ain't nothing happening for you because the white man fooled you. You shouldn't be calling him Jesus. The white man mixing you up. And you around you calling him he in his name ain't no Jesus. The letter J came around in the 13th, 14th century. So you know his name couldn't have been Jesus. And you all twist up now because you come in here and now you question me now because you have me talking Jesus. So you're co-worker now, getting up in your head, and now when me and Prophet Lord, me and Prophet Roll say, Oh Lord Jesus, now you're confused because you don't want to say oh lord jesus because jay didn't it wasn't invented yet and so you shouldn't be using jesus watch this while you're fighting over his name the bible declares he orders his word above his name so even if i'm calling him the wrong thing if i know what he said he says i'm obligated to what i said even if you call me the wrong name i gotta order my word above my name, so you fight over Yeshua, you fight over Jesus, you fight over whatever you want to fight over. I'm gonna just know the word. God, I don't know if it's the rain, I don't know what it is, but I feel like preaching. Glory to God. He honors his word above his name, so God is obligated to his word. This is why he can do no thing except he reveals them to his servants, the prophets, glory to God. Because unlike today, prophets in that time could only say what God said. Prophets 5.0 say what they feel when this was written prophets were obligated to only say what God said so what's this the prophet says what God says and once they say what God say now God who is locked into his word has to fulfill the word spoken by the prophet because the prophet has said what God has said ha! and this is confidence that we have if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if he hears us he will grant us that petition whatever we prayed the prophet should be obligated to speak what God has said God is obligated to his word above his name so the role of the prophet is to speak what God has said and once you speak what God has said then god can mobilize all heaven to manifest whatever he said watch this what's the text um psalm psalm 103 and 20 thank you jody psalm 103 and 20 go there the same thing what jody just say psalm 103 and 20 bless y'all jamming today bless the lord come on Dwayne. let's go let's go ref what do you say yeah bless the lord uh-huh ye his angels that uh-huh. excel in strength all right his angels that excel in strength they're strong glory to god go ahead that do His commandments. Good God Almighty! So whatever He commands, angels do. But how do they do it, um, I'm, Rev? Hearkening unto the voice of His word. That is crazy. That the angels that do His commandment, they cannot hearken if His word is not voiced. Jesus Lord, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That if. If his word is not given sound, then angels in heaven on the unemployment line. Angels sitting up, tuning their harps. Glory to God car they up there singing holy 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 are you lord and they really even in the choir they the singing angels but they ain't got nothing else to do so they up in heaven singing and they singing bad knows because they ain't called to sing they called to give you money glory to god they called to bring you healing but because you wouldn't put voice to the word of god they can get so all them things that they're playing the instrument can't even play and they doing what they shouldn't be doing because you wouldn't activate them I'm feeling this thing this morning. Is it just a bear? you're feeling this this thing? Glory to God. So so angels are unemployed because your mouth is closed or your mouth is open but you prophesy in the wrong prophecy. Hmm. So he says these angels, Rev, they hearken to the voice of his word. It's not his job to voice his word. What he, you're writing this down. What he does is that he allows deep to call into deep. His word is spirit, and so his deep is his spirit, your deep is your spirit, and so he communicates with your spirit what's in his spirit by the Holy Spirit. So now, in your spirit, is what he wants accomplished. Now, it's your job to voice it. So, if you don't voice it, angels still unemployed. (laughs) So, <laughs> and you wondering whether you should be praying in the Holy Ghost you wondering whether you need the Holy Ghost you wondering if you need to be built up in faith this is how you mobilize angels so that his will be done in the earth so if you ain't saying that there ain't going to be nothing if you ain't saying nothing there ain't going to be nothing now, now we got to know what to say now watch this glory to God Joel 2, 28 is the scripture that Peter quotes in Acts 2. So rather than staying with Peter, let's go with the original. And in verse 28, Rev, 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 you read this time? All right, let's go. So in in verse 28, Rev is going to tell you what verse 28 says. Go ahead, Rev, what does it say?
1: And it shall come to pass. Oh, he read it afterward. this time.
0: He read it this time. That, slow, slow down, slow down, slow down. Slow down, slow, and, down, slow down. When he read he's, he's go fast. All right? go, go back again. Go back again. Verse 28. Read it all over. Go ahead. What it says. And it shall come to pass mm-hmm. afterward. See, see, we have so downplayed the Holy Ghost and the coming of the Holy Ghost that we make it an afterthought. But this is the crux of the matter. The crux of the matter is the filling of the Holy Ghost. Now, before this is when... They get restoration. And as excited as I am to preach restoration and to tell you that you get in your mind that I had to go get I want it all back. Even a minute. I want it all back. I want it all. Back. So 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 and we could get excited about how we want it all back. And the problem is we get everything back and we become normal. because having things don't make you special we've been broken lied to so long that we believe having money is the blessing we believe that once our bill is paid the favor of God is manifesting in our life look at me oh I'm a testimony that we have been so stuck on defeated that we don't know how victory looks. I remember how I felt when I had my first stake out stake for myself. up in the house with four boys they used to cut that tough steak out steak that's a tough steak y'all and you only used to get a piece of that steak out steak I remember when I had my own plate with that potato that president's butter come on man come on come on come on come on come on when I had that president butter and that potato, it didn't warm all the way through. So it's still hard, some parts, but don't have this mind. And off to the side, that steak out steak. And I remember the joy that flooded my soul. Yeah. That I can feast on my own steak out steak. Yeah. And then I realized that there is also prime rib. See, my limited exposure taught me that I had arrived when I had my own stakeout steak. I had to, I was celebrating, glory to God, until I found out that there's something called ribeye. I didn't know but ribeye. I had to grow up to find out that you could go in the food store and get steak old steak for like five and six and seven dollars but when do you want river yeah. expenses yes sir i had to I, when i realized glory to god they got t-bone steak glory to god and then i realized that they had philomino yeah. And now I'm leveling up, thinking I arrive, and then I realized that steak itself is cheap meat. Yes. Oh God! That there's yet still another level. So we got a church who is trying to get at stake level. Glory to God. But don't realize that there's another dimension of existence. And God really don't want you eating steak. He wants you owning cows. Glory be to God. He wants you to have your own farm and cattle. Glory to God. To live on another dimension that you can control the system. But because we have been so stuck on not smart. And we have... This low standard of attainment. Can I preach a little more? Y'all ready to go? Y'all tired of me yet? Uh, so, so he says, "It shall come to pass afterward." Now you came here this morning excited about verse twenty-five. Why, Dwayne? Why they want verse twenty-five? Dwayne, tell them why. Why they want it? What does it say?
1: And I will restore to you. The That's years why we're excited, because is... we can get the years. What years, Dwayne? That the locust has eaten. <laughs> preach. What else doing? That the canker worm. Yay! What else? And the caterpillar.
0: Woo!
1: Come on, preach! And the palmer worm. See, that's, that's what he's
0: getting excited about. He says, they're going to be restored unto you. That means you had them. You've been so deprived of what's yours. You're trying to party but getting your own stuff back. That's not a profit. You, you, you throw in a party getting your things that someone else has. No, I don't throw a party because truth be told, all this time I've been missing these things, I've been losing profit over these things. So I ain't celebrating just getting this. There's some things that I oh God almighty, that were attached to this that I lost all this time I had this. So I ain't throwing no big party. You celebrating because you're making your mortgage payment? Mm-hmm. All the church gone quiet. The church gone, church gone quiet. Glory to God. No, pastor, I own my own home. And? Now, that's the standard. Someone got to raise the bar. See, see, tell me what else we should be excited about. Go to verse 26. Tell them what, what else happened. Verse 26. And ye shall eat plenty. and and to us that's a great blessing yes oh my god oh my god look at the favor God oh I remember when I used to go to bed hungry Mm -hmm. I remember when I used to eat fire engine and fire engine yes is all that I knew but thanks be to God Thanks be to God, He has turned my morning mm-hmm, into dancing. Mm-hmm. He's given me the garment of praise mm-hmm, for you. Had a, mm-hmm, for the spirit of heaviness, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, give me beauty for ashes. Yeah, now I can eat what I want to eat. That's the blessing. Thou hast dealt wonders with your people. And you should never be ashamed. And verse 27, what verse 27 say? And you should know that I am in the midst of Israel. All right. So that's another shout. I shout because God is with me. I know some people who have died and gone to heaven who God has been with them and they've made no impact on the earth. Y'all ain't going to say nothing here. I know some people who I want God to be with me the way I know he was with them. But when I look at them post-living, I see very little impact in the earth. They was anointed. From the crown of their hair to the the toenail on their pinky toe. God anointing all over them. But now they're dead and they're done. I get babbled for that. There's a fellow just like that. Elisha died and he was done. Read your Bible, y'all. elijah left this earth and all that anointing went with Thank you for tuning in to the Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash thelifeexperience or Instagram, hashtag LWCBahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time. Have a life-filled day.